Hello, Panther Nation, and welcome to episode 11 of Stay Golden, the finale of season two. This is your athletic director, Mr. Celepina, coming to you with another championship edition of Stay Golden. This spring, our softball team had their trials and tribulations in arguably the state's hardest conference. That experience facing tougher competition ultimately paid off with the state's sectional championship. Today, I will be joined by Coach Goodwin to talk about how special this season was. Hello, Coach Goodwin, and welcome to the State Golden Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Brian. So let's start by uh, telling our listeners how we got here. We hovered around the 500 mark the entire season because of what I believe to be one of the hardest schedules in the state. Uh, just to name a few teams, we played Hanover mm-hmm. Park, Indian Hills, Madison, Morris Catholic, Whippany Park, Kinnelon, Pope John, Bergen Tech, West Morris, Montville. The list goes on and on. We're talking about teams that were either made their section semifinals or finals or made it to the Tournament of Champions uh, that we were playing weekly. And how, did, how did this prepare you for your postseason success? So for starters, yes, our conference was probably the best conference in the state of New Jersey. So we were facing top pitchers every day, facing um, pitchers who most of them are committed already Division One. Um, basically prepared our hitters for, um, you know, uh, to make our hitters better, basically prepared us so that when we did face a pitcher who was not as fast as them, we probably found it a little bit easier. But um, it, it, it by far, um, in all aspects, helped us uh, prepare for the state tournament. I couldn't tell you how many times I went to an athletic director meeting and the 80s are coming up to me like, I can't believe your, your division. That's, it's ridiculous. It's just, uh, it's loaded. And I said, well, I hope uh, it pays off for us in the end, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, let's start with round one of, of the sectionals. Uh, we're going to start with Vernon. So in retrospect, this ended up being the closest game out of the four leading up to the championship. So walk us through some of the highlights. Okay, so um, the highlights, I mean, there, we didn't have many hits in that game. Um, we basically were able to put together some hits. So the Vernon game, we struggled in the hitting department. Um, it was around the fifth inning when Sam Blaha, uh, hit a nice single to the outfield to start something off for us. Um, but we just pieced together some sacrifice bunts, a couple hits, a couple walks, and we were able to manage to get four runs to win that Vernon game. So the, the girls showed a lot of resiliency also because, you know, we, we got together uh, Monday night to honor the softball team at the Board of Ed meeting, and you had talked about the bus was such a long, windy ride that when the girls finally got to Vernon, they weren't feeling great. Uh, because of motion sickness or whatever. So, you know, they really had a lot to overcome. So, um, you know, so one down, three to go, right? So next up, we had Pascag Hills, who just two days prior upset the top-seeded Ramsey Rams, which gave us a home game. Um, I think we were all surprised about having a home game, but it was certainly great to be home. I remember talking to you prior to the game, and we were a little concerned about the weather uh, that day. So take us, take us through that game and, and how it turned out. So the Pascal Kills game, yeah, we want to thank them for being Ramsey because Ramsey was a good team. So that was definitely a plus for us. Plus, then we got to play home. And then luck, yeah, well, luck was on our side because when the game started, 
we were in the field. We, you know, Pasquet Kills was hitting. It wasn't raining. And then when we flipped and Pasquet Kills took the field and they had a pitch, that's when the rain started. So it was a disadvantage to the pitcher from Pasquet Kills to have to pitch with a wet ball. We were able to um, score a, a ton of runs in that first inning. And overall, it was a five-run game. Um, and I think we had 11 hits in the game. Every girl in my lineup had a, had a hit to win that game. That's incredible. That's and it was such a fun game to watch. It ended up, I believe, fifteen to five, in uh, in five innings. So that was, it was uh, fourteen zero. Fourteen zero. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong game. Sorry, fourteen zero. Thank you for the correction. That's amazing. <laughs> so it was. I I'm sitting out in the golf cart and trying not to get wet, and I'm like, oh my gosh, are the the umps going to call the game right now? Like, and then it would clear up for a little bit, then it would start again. I was just, it was very stressful. It was great that we were up by so many runs. Uh, but we were hoping to get the five innings in just to uh, just to close it out. So yes. congratulations on yes, that. Thank you. So then the next round we traveled to Lakeland, the uh, reigning Passaic County champions. Uh, I have to admit, after looking at their first two games, I'm saying to myself, where are the runs going to come from? Um, because they, they pitched two shutouts back-to-back. They're not allowed to run in the state playoffs to that point. How did you crack the code on Lakeland? Okay, so for starters, I felt like I had an advantage. Uh, we scrimmaged them in March at the pool. Um, that game, Mackenzie Minervini did not pitch. So they never faced her. They never saw her, which I thought was an advantage. So at least I kind of had an idea who they were. And then I also had the advantage of watching them play twice throughout the season because they're in Wayne Hills Conference. So I go to watch my daughter play those two games against Wayne Hills. And of course, when I went to, um, when I went to the games, I wasn't just sitting there like a mom. I was actually with the scorebook, keeping stats, seeing where pitches were pitched and trying to figure out if we had to play them, what we would have to do. So that to me was an advantage knowing who they were and each player in the lineup, uh, to go in there. And like I said, I just kept trying to stay positive. Like I, we didn't even look, I told them, we didn't even talk about, you know, that they were the Passaic County champs. We never even talked about, you know, how many runs they gave up. We just focused on going in there and hitting and playing solid defense, and that's what we did. And I could tell as the game was going on that day, our confidence kept building, and the bats started getting hot, and then I believe it was the top of the seventh, seventh we day. really broke it broke right. it open. Yes. Uh, we were up by a few runs leading into the top of the seventh, and I believe we scored six. Six, six runs in the day. top of the seventh yes. to just kind of run away with it. And uh, right. just knowing that, you know, with this young group, we're going to a section final. Uh, it, it was it was amazing. And, and we didn't stop there. So uh, lastly, the big game, number two seeded Indian Hills. Um, this was definitely the biggest softball game I've ever watched. And from from the looks of it, it was big to a lot of people because the, there were so many people at this game. Uh, the, the, the fans were surrounding the fence. They were surrounding first base side, third base side. In there was a wooded area, uh, so people were keeping shady over there. There were people everywhere. Uh, parking was was limited for sure. But once we were able to get there and sit down and and sink our teeth into this game, it was full of exciting defensive plays and timely hitting. So take us through how you were able to pull this game out and come home with the championship. Okay, so for starters, that was our first win of the season against Indian Hills in the Blue and Gold Tournament when we beat them 9-5. So they already faced McKenzie, 
They knew who she was. When I got to the game, Joe Light, the coach from Indian Hills, said to me, oh, everybody came up to me and said to me, oh, you're playing the 10th seed. That would be easy. And Joe says to all of them, he goes, they're not a 10 seed. <laughs> he goes, have you seen who they played? He goes, they're certainly not a 10 seed. And he, he told them like they already beat us. So he said he was going into that game knowing like it was going to be a tough game. And same for us. Now they switched pitchers. So the first time we played them, they pitched Allie Babino. So the second time around in this that state section final, they pitched Michaela Amoroso. So again, another advantage for me as a parent, I went to see Indian Hills play Wayne Hills when Michaela pitched. So again, I sat there with my little book and I wrote all things down and tried to prepare it in case we had to play them. Um, so that helped us. When we went in there, I told my team, we have to catch every single ball in the air. And in the third inning, there was a pop fly to left field. Both Kaylin and Sam came over and caught the ball. They both collided. And I said to them, I don't care as long as it was caught. And they came in, they said, coach, you told us every ball had to be caught. So we made sure we both caught it. I said, that's perfect. But we played flawless defense. Um, we just kept plugging away with hits, you know, one inning at a time. And we kept telling them, keep keep plugging away, keep staying positive. You know, just keep trying your best to put the ball in play. And we did. They made a couple of mistakes. We scored some runs. And the next thing you know, the score was 6-0. And we won. And the next thing you know, you have the championship coach's belt and a big sectional trophy and smiles and hugs all around for everybody. It was It was great. I know our photographer, Ed Leonard, was at the game, and he took a lot of great pictures of the game and uh, that he he shared out with us. So it's just a memory that's going to last a lifetime, and we just hung the banner up in the gym earlier this week. So it's something, you know, I, yeah. I told the girls, you told the girls 20, 30 years from now, you walk back into this gym or you come to the softball field, you're going to see your year on the banner, and yeah. no one can ever take that away from them. So it was such a wonderful season. And as we wrap up today's podcast, uh, what will you remember most about this group? Oh, probably the biggest thing I'll remember about them was that they were by far the most respectful young ladies I've ever coached. They were polite. They were nice. There were no issues. They all got along so well. Um, and I always try to do like some fun, like team bonding things. We had an Easter egg hunt one day. We had a, um, a color wars another day. But the whole season, they just got along so well, and they were just so nice and supportive of one another. Um, and I, as Coach DeBell, my assistant coach, just said all the time, this is by far had to be the nicest, sweetest, hardworking kids that we've ever had who all got along and supported one another. And, and I'm a firm believer that if your team has good chemistry, that you will then be successful. Well, thank you, Coach, and congratulations again on your sectional title. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the end of Episode 11. I hope you enjoyed listening to Coach Goodwin talk about our softball championship season. Until next time, next year, this is Mr. Salapina saying thank you for listening. Remember to keep those claws sharp and always stay golden. For all the latest news and updates, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AthleticsPTHS.